0: Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed Play Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Tell me something. How do you feel about your body post-birth? I'll be honest with you, I wasn't thrilled. Post-breastfeeding, my boobs looked like fried eggs. My previous six-pack stomach became soft and squishy. And though I know I should appreciate this body for all the amazing things it's achieved, I haven't been completely accepting. Sally-Ann Hartnell is a relationship coach for women at Reflect Coaching. Hi Sally-Ann, how are you? Good, thank you. So we do talk a lot about accepting and appreciating our bodies for what they are, but it's not always easy, is it?
1: No, it's not.
0: We, particularly as
1: women, are fed from a really young age the stories about how we should look, you know, media, social media, we're swamped and women should look a certain way to get the guy, get the job and we should definitely bounce back to the body we had pre-baby. So it's, de- it's deeply embedded those stories that we tell ourselves and I think it's pretty hard to, to deprogram. Intellectually, we know it, but sometimes it's so deep, we don't even realise or recognise that it's coming up.
0: Yeah, and I definitely feel that way. I thought I had a very healthy attitude to my body until I had babies and became middle aged and realised that, you know, it was kind of a certain amount of genetic luck that I had a six pack in my (laughs) twenties and that genetic luck does not continue into middle age, apparently. And so it's also this, like when you say it's deeply embedded, it's also, I guess, how people uh, respond to you and the way you look. So people always told me how thin I was and, Um, it was just something that I always heard and they can't say it now because that'd be lying Um, (laughs) and it's so interesting to see my response to that and even though I know that childbirth middle age this is what my body is meant to be doing Um, but it's it's just it's a little bit confronting I don't know if that's something that resonates with you at all
1: yeah absolutely. Um, I too had the six pack and my six pack is long, long gone. Um, <laughs> and I'm a little bit further down the track than you are also dealing not only with a post-child baby but a perimenopausal one. So the changes continue. I think it's about going really deep and and this is difficult to do in those early days postpartum, but it's it is about accepting that we are as women so much more than our bodies. And, mm. it is, and we are smashed with that message over and over. From the moment we're born as a, as a girl, we are treated differently and our, our physical appearance is constantly commented on from a very young age. So it's really difficult. But, you know, you, you mentioned it, Siobhan, how freaking amazing is the female body?
0: You mm. know,
1: we can grow a whole other human from scratch and, <laughs> and you know, and feed it and keep it alive. And yet And yet we're still harsh. we're still harsh on ourselves and harsh on our bodies and I reckon underneath is going deep and owning our worthiness and this is something that I would work with clients on over weeks and months so it's not something that I would expect anyone to snap their fingers with and fix you know in inverted commas fix
0: Mm. it's about
1: going really deep and owning that we are worthy we're innately worthy we don't have to find worthiness we don't have to look a certain way to be worthy but that's pretty
0: big deep Mm. work So if, um, let's just, I'm throwing myself back to after I had my son, who's my second child, and, you know, those initial weeks and months where you are literally a 24-hour milk machine Mm. Um, and there's, you know, even if you had the energy, you really don't have much time spare, particularly if you have more than one child, to go for a walk or do the things that might, help you feel better about your body. Do you have any tips on how we can nurture that attitude towards our body in those early days when, you know, we are just exhausted and physically exhausted too because breastfeeding can really take it out of you and if you're not breastfeeding, getting up and um, feeding the baby through the night, bottle feeding, whatever it is, physically it's very draining So I'm wondering if there's anything that you can suggest for women that they could just be maybe a little bit more gentle on themselves if they're not feeling very body confident straight after birth.
1: I think that's exactly it. Just be gentle with yourself. Be mindful about the narrative that's running in your head, what we call our inner critic, you know, that chatter, 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 the negative negative voice in your head that's telling you you should look this, you should do this, you should be out there doing a walk, you should be doing yoga, you should be doing your pelvic floor exercises and you should, you should, you should,
0: right? Uh, Every time someone says pelvic floor exercises, no matter where I am, I feel like I need to start doing them. (laughs) So it's about really trying to calm down
1: that negative critical voice in your head telling you about all the all the things that are wrong with your body because mm. there's nothing damn wrong with your body it's just doing its job as a new mama or a, a second time mum. that's what you're supposed to do um, so being really gentle with the way you speak to yourself being kind and generous and forgiving and honouring what your body's just done. As we said, grown another human and you're busy feeding it and keeping that toddler alive all at the same time with about three minutes of sleep a day. So I think working really hard, I shouldn't say working really hard because no one wants to work really hard when you're so exhausted. But <laughs> just toning down that voice. When you hear it ramp up and saying, oh, you should, you should, you should. Let go of should. There is no should.
0: Mm, and give yourself that gift, like you said, of honoring what your body's done. I'm, I'm just constantly, I think my favorite part of a yoga, yoga class, because I am a bit attached to my yoga classes, but um, one of my favorite part of yoga class is Shavasana, where you get to lie down at the end. <laughs> and that's all about, And and even through the practice, like for me, a good yoga practice is you do a strong pose and then you have a resting pose. And it's in that moment of rest where you go this is an equally important part of life is to just sit and soak up the thing that your body has just done and be restful. But we, we're not maybe as uh, appreciative of what we've just achieved with pregnancy and birth because women are like, oh, well, you know, I've just had my baby. I should be back to how I was when it's taken nine months for you to grow that human and for your body to change and you know, evolve through that process. So it's not going to be a quick fix at the end. So maybe you need a nine-month rest period afterwards too. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And just giving yourself the grace and the kindness to rest and heal and step forward on the journey. You know, you may not ever have that six-pack again and there might be grief around that. So even allowing yourself to sit in some of the grief too that your body has changed. I think the other thing we do as women, too, is stand in the mirror. Where does your eye go? Your eye goes directly, immediately to the part of your body that you like the least. Mm. So reframe that for yourself. Find the things that you like the most. There's going to be something, even in that that sleep-deprived, Milk machine haze of newborn days. There will be something. Is it your eyes? Is it your shoulders? Is it your hair? Is it your toes? Whatever it is, it might be your waist. It might be your belly because look at what your belly just did. It grew a human. Whatever it is, think about the things that you do like about your body and train yourself to look at those first and really anchor into I love my X, Y, Z, whatever it is, and anchor into really honouring and loving yourself up for the things that are great about your body, the things that you love.
0: Now, it is possible to be healthy and not thin like I I'd actually say that I'm reasonably healthy I like to swim I do my yoga I'm not at the gym thrashing it out all the time but I I exercise and I don't eat too badly (laughs) Um, should we all just do a really good cull of who we follow on Instagram I mean I totally love Jennifer Lopez but looking at the 50 what is she four-year-olds Instagram feed does not do my ego any good
1: (laughs) yes 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 we should all whatever season of life you're in whether you've just had a baby whether you're in the messy middle of toddler you know preschool years teenagers separation divorce yes do a really good cull of whoever you follow on whatever social media platform or in whatever way shape or form you are looking at other people Mm -hmm. and find those people who are doing life, doing motherhood, doing their season of life pretty much along the way you want to do it without tipping you into a shame spiral or tipping you into comparisonitis. You're doing you and I think finding Instagram accounts that uplift you and support you to do you is really important. Finding what's real and true and lights you up rather than what drags you down or tips you into that shame, blame, guilt spiral. Yes, mm. do,
0: do a calm. Do, do it. Okay, I'm going to go and do it now. Sally-Ann, thank <laughs> you so much for your time today.
1: Thanks, Siobhan.
0: That's Sally-Ann Hartnell from Reflect Coaching. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch,